I had that same back to problem. And we're Karen Elson Tosh talking about all things reality TV. Today, we're talking about the Mega Leg on the Amazing Race. Also, I gotta say, I had that same problem going through puberty. Oh, you had to get it cut off. Yeah, uh, it okay, tuck in um, the sock. Ew. You guys, this is so Ew. funny, but I, I just realized Ew. that I, um, I don't want to be on this podcast anymore, so I'm just going to go. And funny enough, we couldn't tell if Elsa was here or not, because uh, her camera's not working tonight. Yeah, my, cam- the ca- my built-in camera on my laptop just stopped working. So. I don't even know how that happens. Like, how does the built-in camera on a laptop just I stop have- working? I have no idea, and so far, all of the internet also has no idea. Wow. You broke the internet. It's the perfect excuse for, like, Zoom class when your teacher tells you to put on your camera. Good thing we just started the semester. Yeah. We just ended the semester. (laughs) That was the joke. Oh. Well, Well, and so now you guys don't know that I actually grew antlers since we recorded the last episode. Oh, Donder. Mm Mm-hmm. Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. What? No. Uh well we know what Jeffrey Dahmer is drinking tonight, but also what about you? I have um uh, ginger ale. Hey, hey, hey. Give Rupert Grint his beer back. That's so mean. Why can't it be mine? What? That's true. I, I <laughs> also am beer. a ginger. <laughs> Wait, you've lost me on the reference. <laughs> I should another... forget you were a ginger. Do you know who, do is you know who Rupert... and AJ again? You don't is know who, Rupert, you know who Grint Rupert, is? Rupert Grint is? Uh, Yeah, he's from Rupert from Survivor, right? <laughs> no. How do you, think you know who plays, Rupert Grint is? is the thing. He plays you definitely like know maybe the most iconic ginger in all of like movie pop history. Oh, is he the one from Austin and Ally? The redhead? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Who's Rupert Grint? Why don't you Google it and then you'll be like, oh. Okay. This just goes to show that Taj really is like five years old. Oh, wait. His last name's Grint? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's uh, for everyone at home who didn't look it up. It's Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. I just yeah, didn't that know. It is. I didn't know that was his last name. I knew his name was Rupert wig bro wig but wig. in my um hastiness to make a joke i forgot that elsa was a ginger <laughs> so um <laughs> that's unfortunate it's okay uh taj what are you drinking uh well i have one sip of coffee from this morning and then orange gatorade in a wine glass <laughs> wait did you just say that you're, what you're drinking on the podcast is this morning you had a sip of coffee? Well, no, it's a, I have my last sip of coffee from this morning, which I'm oh, going to finish Oh, that's gross. Right yeah, that's pretty that's gross. so gross. How is that gross? How is that gross? It's day old coffee. Old coffee? It's coffee it's that's like six old. hours. Yeah, it's, it's like, like six hours. But fine. still. What co- time do you think it is, Elsa? Well, here it is 6 p.m. Okay. My at at my work, we're not allowed to 
sell coffee that's more than an hour old because it goes bad. But that's like a, a restaurant thing. Also, I don't put like dairy in it. I put coffee mate creamer, which is not dairy. That it's like the same thing though. It's still something it's, you still have to like refrigerate that. Yeah, but it's like the most artificially made thing. It's fine. He's fine. Where, where He'll be doing? fine. Where? I'm just drinking water tonight. Uh, I had a rebel from Dutch Bros approximately an hour and a half ago, um, which is unfortunately starting to wear off. Um, but I'm also I'm also eating a cookie. How dare you? And you didn't bring any for the class. I have four cookies. Do you want me to mail you a cookie, Garrett? Well, I feel like it might take too long to get here. I'll mail you one. Hey, Mega Leg. Yeah, we Mega got, Leg. Do you remember we in Spy Kids three about. when there's Mega Legs? No. Mm-hmm. In Spy Kids three, um, for some reason Junie makes the asinine decision to bring his grandfather into the game. Wheelchair bound grandfather into the not only into the game. But into the part of the game that is on the moon, which is arguably the roughest terrain. Also, sure. his grandfather has a rivalry with the man who created the game. But anyways, the grandpa but comes didn't in. Did Junie not know that? Maybe not, but he still should have. Why did they let him do that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, the grandpa gets this pill bottle, like or not pill bottle, pill capsule. That's like big and glowing, and it says mega legs on it. And when he crushes it in his hands, he turns into a, a man who can walk again. Wow. Mega well, legs. this mega legs a little bit different, and <laughs> this <laughs> got no shit. <laughs> I didn't Basically... see Eshwar and Aparna squeezing a pill in their hands. Eshwar and Aparna. We're talking about episodes eight and nine of the Amazing Race, which is pretty much one episode because. The mega leg was double the fun, double the Roblox, double the challenges. And does this mean because we got a double big mega leg episode, we're going to be double mega distracted from talking about the amazing race because we don't have a good track history of staying <laughs> on track okay. with this show. I feel like my, we actually do better when there's more things to talk about. My mom called me out, literally called me on the phone. And said, I want to talk to you about your podcast. And I was like, oh, oh no. my God, what uh what? What happened? Thinking that she was like pissed about something that I said. And she was like, You guys never talk about your shows. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, I just want to hear about the amazing race. And instead you're talking about dogs. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, that's part of it. And she was like, I don't think that's part of it. I mean, she's partially right, I would say. Yeah, she... We could do a better job, but also part of the charm of us is that we cannot stay on track. No, but let's start off on a a good foot. (laughs) Attached to that foot is a mega leg. (laughs) And and attached to that... That was really good. Hey, thank you. I'll be here all week. Let's dive into this episode. Okay. Where are you going next week? What? He said he'll be here all week, and I just want to know where he's going next week. This is how you get off track, Elsa. How dare you? How dare you? Listen, I don't take Adderall anymore. I just keep going. Okay. Eating cookies. <laughs> Eating cookies. Um, so the, the teams 
uh, find out that they're heading to Hyderabad, India, which is a tech capital, according to Phil. Um, and this is the mega leg. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first clue that the uh, racers get is that they have to uh, grab three rickshaws from the road and smog test them. Um, what did you guys think of the smog testing? Was I can only every time I hear the word <laughs> thought it was smog, I think of the dragon from the Hobbit. That's oh yeah, smog, smog, smog. Yes, it, they were smog testing these rickshaws. They're thought, just checking to see if there are dragons in the yeah, rickshaws. Yeah, they're making sure yeah. there's no smog in their exhaust pipe. I thought it was boring. Like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really like. I didn't really like get much feel... out of this. Yeah, I didn't get like a connection. This, I was just like, this okay, is let's keep going. the episode where the the um the what are they called? The cave five. The mine. The five. cave. The mine five. Yeah. Really start to fall apart. I think. Yeah, especially since um you know there's only six teams left here. They From are the five fo- of the six it's- teams. Mostly perpetrated by the football guys. I I just want to say I know, I don't know how you feel about them, Garrett, but I know that Taj loves the football guys. Love I think the that they are guys. good I part of the season, but I'm not rooting do for them. Not like them. I am not rooting for them. I don't like them. Why? What about the what about D'Angelo and Garrett? Do you really not like? I like D'Angelo. I think it's just Gary. I like D'Angelo. I think D'Angelo is very funny. I think Gary is annoying and whiny and does not help the team in any way. I would agree with that partially, but I also think Gary has actually done better on the challenges for the most part than D'Angelo. Yeah, I I I'm I, I definitely agree with that. And I, like, I was think surprised about, with Gary for some of this mega leg. Like think about how many roadblocks Gary has completed, whereas the ones that D'Angelo has done, people have given him the answer. Like the sauerkraut roadblock. That's exactly D'Angelo never would have figured that out. But all the ones that Gary that Gary has done they've taken forever at that's not true yeah i would not say that's true i I think it's when they're together it take took forever like the watermelon stacking yeah that one almost screwed them and i think that i think that gary is always like dude you're not doing this right and but d'angelo's always just like chill bro didn't gary finish the um the uh, roadblock coming up in this episode with the the turbines first oh yeah he did he did very well at the very least yeah he did two of the roadblocks today yeah he did both of them that's true yeah or not today Mm. but in the episode yeah and he did them pretty well yeah i mean considering that um and we'll get to it but you know james and um will will no um I don't know if it was Riley or Madison, but whoever, whichever beard was doing the, um, I cannot tell them apart. The dish task. They were working together, and Gary did it by himself. So, yeah. Also, but anyways, let's talk about the. Um, sorry, Doctor, do you want to say something? I was gonna say something real quick, and that was just Riley and Madison. I never realized that the outfits they wear are inverse colors of each other. One wears a black hat and a yellow shirt, hmm. and the other wears a yellow shirt or a yellow hat and a black shirt. I have, I not, have noticed. not noticed that. Really? I'll keep an eye out. There's only it was cool. a couple episodes left, but I'll keep an eye out. 
Um, the only thing about the uh, smog testing that I thought was interesting was D'Angelo and Gary trying to take a rickshaw from Riley and Madison. And then um, being pouty when Riley and being so they were like, about it. They were like, you can't have two. You can't have two. And Riley oh. and Madison were like, yes, you can. Yes, can. Read the clue. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think it just goes to show. I feel like D'Angelo and Gary, part of the reason I haven't been like, rooting for them is because I do feel like they become like dependent on these other teams. And I just don't find it to be for sure. I particularly for sure compelling television. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone in the Mind 5 is ready to cut off Gary and d'angelo first but i mean they're a good villain but it's interesting because they're like the lazy villain like they're like like i can't even describe like how they're a villain like i feel like they're like chaotic good like they're not like a bad people they're not like trying to screw up other teams but they're um messy and they don't seem to realize how their actions are being interpreted by the other teams um but also like maybe this is the way to go like they've gotten themselves to the final you know five at the end of this episode way further than they would have gotten otherwise yeah way further than if they hadn't had all this help this whole time and now maybe they can you know push through two legs and win like that's all they have to do definitely yeah so i can't really fault them even though i don't necessarily want them to win they're they're still my number two i think i don't know if i've changed this on record but Riley and Madison are the people I want to win. Just For me, I like them it's most. um, I want Will and James to win the most, and then I would like Hung and Chi, and then um, Riley and Madison. Honestly, the footballers be, at the bottom. Yeah, footballers at the bottom. I'd be happy with like everyone winning, but like maybe not Eshwar or Aparna and Aparna. Like yeah, I gotta them. I'd be happy with anyone winning. I gotta go back to my uh, episode one um, prediction that Eshwar and Aparna would be the villains of the season. No, um, turns out the reason that we got to see that one clip of saying of them bragging about how smart they were is because it's the only good piece of television that Eshwar and Aparna produced the entire time they were on The Amazing Race. Um, they're very boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. They had one good clip, and then the producers were like, "Let's put this at the very beginning." And then, you know, that's their moment in the spotlight. Yeah, like they never had anything else beyond that. Like, Aww. truly, I can't think of one thing from this season besides a part of saying, we're really effing smart. Like, that's the only thing I can remember that they've Okay, done. except for, and Tosh, we have not talked about this with you, but Garrett, you and I have talked about this. Oh, okay. Eshwar yeah. and Aparna are so good looking. Both of them, so hot, so hot. Like, I can't even, like, I... Eshwar is a hot and like the, like, like soft and like soft boy nerd boy way and Aparna is just hot like I just think she's just strikingly beautiful I would disagree with both of that I I think I think Aparna is like pretty I don't think she's hot she's running around sweaty on a race I don't feel like you get to like but you, you like just, you she just is. called her hot you just called her hot well but like I think she's hot but I'm saying if you are saying she's pretty, I feel like she could probably upgrade enough by like not looking like she's running through a race. Okay. You might change your mind. Well, I think I think the blondes take the cake as oh the Oh my gosh, you would. As, no. the, you as would. the smoke show. No. As okay, Chasen. Not... Okay, Chasen. 
That's a little callback the to Wolverine the Bachelorette episode. Go and watch that. Yeah, if you're not listening to us, that'll be really weird if this out. episode comes out before that episode. No, that's already out. Yeah. You already put it out? Yeah, I put it out yesterday. After oh my God. It. The, this episode, and then we have another Amazing Ant Race episode that I'm going to drop before this one are the only things that need to come out. Yeah. Well, but the. Wow, but you are oh, and, and then the lost footage, you know, the yeah. finding. Oh because my god, <laughs> yes! Because I that think we should just that hold we... on to that and like three months from now drop it. <laughs> no, because if we don't release that, then we can't keep making bucket list episodes. Do you want to keep making bucket list episodes? Kind of. Okay, this is our mid podcast talk about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Do we want to keep making bucket list episodes? I am down to. I just yeah, I think they're fun. Yeah, okay. They're yeah. Okay. I didn't know, I know, we I didn't know we were going to stop. We only stopped because of... Because Finding Bigfoot is a mess. It's literally a mess, Elsa. Finding Bigfoot podcast is better than the actual show, probably. Probably. Honestly. Yeah. I'll work on that tonight, maybe, if I have time. Okay. Well, we shall see. Anyways, back anyways. to the I gotta say that Maybe it's the fact that we've seen the blondes go through so much. I have started to like them. I've started to like. That's fair. It's like I, just I liked them. The, I liked them the whole time. I I thought they were boring, but now I think they're they're good underdog David. They're good David role because like they're they're pretty yeah. much screwed against the the five. And uh, I, mean, I like them. I just yeah. think that they are boring can't believe you guys went at me when i said they were the 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 prettiest on the show well that's because they're not because you're not you just picked the two blonde white girls and said there we go that's that's the smoke show but that's also in fact my also my type yeah i thought your type was older women that's why you're not i'm surprised you're not thirsty over hung (laughs) (laughs) Now that you mention it, actually. <laughs> you know what? Thinking about it now, there was like no like older women on this show. Everyone was pretty young. It was probably like the Olympians or like the oldest. No, I think Hung women. is probably the oldest. Well, yeah, yeah. But like she's just your type. You just have to exactly. get Chi to break up with her. <laughs> I I would rather have Chi in a <laughs> <laughs> If I'm being honest, <laughs> I could see Taj and Chi in a, in a relationship. Chi can apparently eat five pounds of pizza in one sitting. <laughs> what? Where did yeah. you get that? <laughs> it was, it was Who like said a, that? It was in his bio or something. I I read it on amazing five on Reddit or something. Pounds I forget. Of yeah. Pizza? yeah. You would, you would yeah, die. You would, but I think um, I think Taj could vibe with that. I I like Chi way more than I like Hong. Yeah. Really? That's I like so more. cruel. That's I so mean love, to Hung. I love Chi and well, I, I love kind Hung. Of, <laughs> they're both great. So funny. I love I them don't both. really like Hung. That's okay. We can have different opinions. Uh hey, look at us talking about the amazing race. We have we, we're actually talking about it. Yeah, just not the episode itself, just the That's overall. Okay. Yeah. Well they think- do they go to the detour after this smog thing um should we talk about that yeah 
Let's do it. So there's two options. I don't remember the names, but one of them is the um, food delivery uh, task. Do you remember the name of the app they had to deliver for? It was like Swoopy, Squib, Swippy. Sw- I watched it today, and it was Shoopy. like, what was it called? It's like Swoopy, Shoopy, or something. Swift- Swifty. It's not Swifty. Swifty. It clearly wasn't that good of branding if we can't remember it. Are you looking it up? Swiggy. I am looking it's it called up. Swiggy. 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 Either way, it's pretty much like Uber Swoopy. Eats or DoorDash of India. I yeah. loved this challenge. Like, I really loved this one. And spoiler alert, it was like the only one I really liked this whole episode. Well, the other challenge in this was where they had to look at this matrix set of random letters and numbers and then through xbox connect uh vr motion had to use their hands to pick out all the zeros yeah and it ones. was an xbox connect and then the same thing. yeah and then once they have the binary the big binary code they have to translate it and that's where they get their clue yeah, I thought this task was weird. I didn't like it. Which which one would you guys rather do? The food one or the binary one? Well, the I think the one. binary one was easier and like faster, yeah. but I think that the food one was more entertaining to watch. Definitely. I I feel like a lot of this ep or like this leg, it was like really one-sided on like was it the detours where I feel like a large majority always picked one over the other? Um, yeah. I mean, like, it was split one, even for the second one. Yeah, I guess, but it it took a while because people eventually switched to the on the second one. But like on the first one, it was only the blondes who did the food challenge. Yeah, and then at Hung first, and Chi after, switched over. Uh, yeah, yeah, after failing. Um. I think that uh, the reason the Swiggy one was so entertaining for me was because of the people working for Swiggy yelling at them on the phone. That was so good to me. Uh, What was his name? It was like Employee 147 or something like that. Like, I thought that he was so funny. The one who was yelling at Kaylin and Haley specifically was so funny. And like that whole sequence of them just like frustrating this guy to his wits end was just chef's kiss it was so funny to me yeah they they were truly having the hardest time with those girls yeah and it was funny because he was like go across the street and they're like do we go up to the gate and he's like go across the street and they're like it's just really hard listening to someone and who is from a different place or something like that they were just not funny it It was so funny to me he was speaking like perfect english (laughs) yeah i didn't feel like his his directions were like particularly hard to follow yeah she just could not you know get it she could not get it down it's so funny It, it was just a great setup for a challenge like you just knew by the way the challenge worked out that there was going to be issues like there was going to be people who struggled with it as opposed to like the video game one where i was like very surprised that hung and chi struggled so much that they ended up switching like how hard is it to play a connect game i don't understand why like it's literally a connect game i don't get it yeah 
I thought it was I love weird. that they were just like it was it was literally just like moving your hands and they were like we're just not video game people. Yeah, I don't get it. I I don't get how like that everyone was like I don't play video games. Like that's not like a video a game. Video game like it's yeah, like every it, single it technically game is. Like is. That. It's just like weird. I don't know. Like they kept like going like I'm not a gamer so this is hard. <laughs> like I don't know what they were like thinking. And then of course yeah. mm-hmm. they excelled so well at the food delivery that it's like, oh, you should have been doing this the whole time, I guess. But in general, like I just don't get why they struggled so much to it was just you just had to collect numbers. That was the whole game. Yeah. It was easy. <laughs> it was yeah, it was like easy. I'm surprised it took as many teams as many tries as it did in general. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the three of us, any combination of us, could have been able to do that in, like, two or three tries. Mm-hmm. And not struggle that much. Yeah. I, I'm really think... good at Dance Dance Revolution, so I think I would have gotten it. I think Riley and Madison had the right idea of, like, putting their hands together to, like, concentrate where the sensor was seeing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking call- about? They called it the Hadouken. Yeah, Hadouken. <laughs> Which well, is from another game. Street Fighter. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, because that would that made it so... It seemed like part of the issue of it from what they said was that the little sensor had to be super like specifically on there. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't really giving them any leeway. So by putting their hands together, it was like giving them more like surface area to touch. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was smart. And Riley and Madison, they're killing it, you know? Like every single challenge, they're in like the top three. Yeah, they're a good contender to, to win. They've been mm-hmm. very strong. Um so once they complete the detour, is there anything else at this detour you guys want to talk about? I think that was it. Um, they head to the roadblock and I can I just say I hated this roadblock. Well, first of all, we had a yield. We had the first yield at this roadblock. And um, Will and No, James... that was not technic- That was not the first one. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. No, because Leo and Alana got roadblocked. They got yielded. No, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. first yeah. one on this leg. Oh, on this leg, yes. Oh, yeah. Because we've had like four yields, but yeah, only one's yeah. been used so far. No, only one. Only one. Yield has been used before this. Yeah, but there's been two. multiple spots for it. Oh, I, think, I see what you're saying. Hasn't two yields been used? No, I think Only just one. one. Leo and Alana were yielded. What do you mean? No, U-turn. Weren't the blondes like yielded or like mm, they was... were U-turned? Yeah, they had U-turned at the very beginning. Or no, the blondes the were Leo and Alana were U-turned, and then the blondes U-turned jerry and frank to save leo and alana oh that was a u-turn yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay you're right, you're right um this is we, different we had the first yield of the leg and will and james used their yield on the blondes um but the roadblock was basically they had to take a ipad and search a i believe it was a tomb um to find these like virtual reality uh like men uh, who were wearing different turbans and then they had to match the virtual reality person to someone who was actually walking around upstairs 
and then place them on the right marker spot for the um, like where they were located in virtual reality, um, but above that. Does that, make any, do, does that make any sense? Yeah, and they have to have three of them, correct? Yeah, three, yeah. I I agree. I didn't like this. It was I like this the was so stupid. It was like the painting challenge, but mm-hmm. worse. I didn't understand why we needed something in virtual reality. Like, what does that add to this at all? I think I it's it because stupid. I think they're like saying it because like it's like the old like the old tomb mixed with yeah. like the high the, tech the of tech today. City, yeah. yeah. I still Which, think it was just dumb. Yeah, like I get the message, but I just I feel like it wasn't that unique. I don't know. I thought that it was strange to me that James was struggling so much with placing the princes. Um, you know what I mean? Because he was like one off every time. Yeah. Like, why did that yeah. take him so long to figure out? Who knows? He didn't read the clue. Well, but it was, it ended up not being something that was on the clue. It ended up being yeah. something you just had to like, like a logistical yeah. thing. I think because he, he just thought that he had it all correct. Yeah. But it also took him a super long time to get the prince, like get each guy correct. Yeah. To find the right guy. Yeah, it was just a struggle for him in general. This was not his detour or his roadblock. No, not even a little bit. I just thought this was boring. Like, I just genuinely thought this was some of the worst TV this season has produced. Yeah, and... And I've liked this season. Yeah, I also gotta say, like, what I agree with you. The whole mega leg, like, I like the concept, but I just didn't like this leg. Yeah, personally. I agree. I think it would have been cooler for me if the mega leg was more like... um. Like, they've done ones before where they're, like, in Italy and they kind of, like, will travel, like, from city to city in Italy and, like, it changes so drastically from the different regions. Like, I wish they had kind of done that with, like, India, like, changed regions more. Um, anything else about the uh, turbine roadblock before we move on? I think, yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it was kind of boring. I think that, in general, also, it didn't really... I mean, it kind of did. It didn't switch up the order of the people that much either. Yeah. Um, except for Will and James kind of dropping down a little bit. But uh, Kaylin and Haley are just so far behind at this point that it's starting to feel like they don't have a chance. <laughs> Exa- yeah, exactly. For real. Because they get to the roadblock when everyone except for Eshwar is gone and finished, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think so. And even then, they also have the yield, so it was not good for them. Um, yeah, it's. I will just say it's good that this is a mega leg because if this is how the like, if this is how this section had ended, it would be really disappointing. Yeah. Can I just say that? Um, Agreed. Kaylin and Haley at the beginning of the episode said something about like. We love that it's a mega leg because it gives us more opportunity to catch up. And I just don't think that that theorem held true. Like, I feel like if anything, it just gave them more opportunities to fall behind and then fall further and further back. Well, I mean, in theory, 
that is how it could work. Yes. But yeah. it as it just happened, like it didn't no like if somebody yeah. had gotten really tripped up on something, then they easily could have caught up. But I think yeah. because they were yielded in both sections of the leg and no other team was significantly tripped up. Like yeah, and I think we should just talk made about the for an unfortunate first situation for the them. second one. Yeah, and it just seems like they're just not great at the amazing race. Yeah, that's what I think. I just think they're not and, that great at this. I think and you know just, what? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that is okay. That's probably I would probably be most like the blondes if I was on the show. I, I don't think don't that, sell yourself short. I don't know. I think like, that we would do really well on this show. If they ever have a season of the amazing race that's teams of three, the three of us would kill it. They've I, done a family edition before and it was horrible. Well, but that's different. That's yeah. I know. I'm just I'm just family. saying. But I'm just saying they've done more than teams of two before. But um, I, I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like you don't know unless you're actually doing it. Like, you know, like the the video game challenge. We're like it's easy, but it oh, could have been pretty difficult. Definitely. I mean, we are the epitome of couch backseat drivers. I don't even know how you'd call it, but like couch seat drivers like we are on a couch or what's it called when you're monday is it monday night quarterbacking is that the phrase i don't know but i know backseat i've never heard of that before monday night quarterback i think that's the phrase that's when like you're i believe that is the name yeah it means like um someone who's always like criticizing the football game uh but you know they're not a football player yeah. They're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that play. Like, that was a ridiculous call. I can't believe they didn't make a rush pass on that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. How do you miss that kick? Yeah. That's us three about every reality show. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, we're like, Davon, why can't you see that there's a majority of lines and Cody's <laughs> running everything? It's so clear. It's so obvious. Kevin, why you're already in a bad situation? You can't be put in a bad one. Kaylin and Haley, don't you realize that you're clearly so bad at the race? Like, <sighs> exactly no they're never gonna realize that stuff but i think they're uh i mean even though they weren't good they're iconic they they're <laughs> the, like the blonde bandits they are they have a name like d'angelo said they're cockroaches you just can't they get really rid of are them. like cockroaches it's like Brett. And now and now oh, they cockroach. sell houses together <laughs> really they sell houses yeah, they're like a real estate duo in South wow. Carolina. That's like the Look property brothers. They're like the, the female they property are, brothers. They are the property oh brothers. Gosh. The property sisses. <laughs> Yikes. Did you just say sisses? Yeah. Ew. Not like... Wait, what? Why is it you? I, I just don't like it. Oh, because okay. they're not the property bros. Are you sure? The property sisters. Yeah, we literally they're... just said the property brothers. Property Nobody sisters. The... Nobody yeah. says the property bros. Just I like... do. We're on that level though. <laughs> You're cool. You're I'm... on that level though. You know Zoe J Chanel? No, I know the property bros. <laughs> well, yeah, but if but if you know them, then you probably know Zoe J Chanel. No, Zoe doesn't come out of her cage. Not when I'm over. Garrett, you can't say shit like that. It's 
<laughs> I mean, I, I was making that up, but yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't say that stuff. Zoe Deschanel likely does not have a cage thing that she likes. Um, and if she did, it and would if be she did, it's okay, and it would and, look good because they're they build houses. And I'm sure that there's a framed poster of the masterpiece elf on the wall of her cage. Did you know that they made that scene in Elf specifically because of Zoe Deschanel being able to sing really well? What scene? When they sing. How did you not pick that up? What? The, the singing, montage. The scene I don't, when the they sing. The singing I, scene. I don't watch Elf. I've, I don't think I've. I don't think I've seen the whole movie Elf. What? what? I've seen like. I've seen you like the first. Are literally- <laughs> The epitome of a man who would love Elf and like would stand. You would elf. love Elf. I, you would I, love I've, it so much. I've seen the majority of it, but like I've never seen like the last act. Or I did once, but it was at like a, it was like playing in a mall, and I just looked at it, and then I was like, Let's I'm so telling a, you, this a is scene? a Taj. Movie. Okay, especially this scene is very Taj. So okay. there's a scene where. Zoe de Chanel is in the shower. I know this scene. It's the only scene I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, the, scene like, the only scene about. you knew, and you still didn't know what else it was talking about. That's why I figured, but Sus. it could have been more. I know that of scene because I was it's like, the only scene he knows. Just move the camera down. <laughs> Ew. 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 I said Taj it so gross. you didn't have to. I said Taj. it so you didn't have to. There you go. Taj. Taj there you go. is is straight, and that is icky to me. I agree. I agree. Icky to me. Wait, Elsa, have you heard the new term for the LGBTQ community? Oh, God, that makes me nervous. I don't know if this is going to be a joke or not. This what is, is it? A joke. It's not a joke. I mean, it is kind of a joke, but I like it, too. The alphabet mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I've seen it on TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> it's funny. I'm in that alphabet mafia. The alpha Eric Trump is in the alphabet mafia. Is he really? What? Did you not see that? He was on like Fox News. Or maybe it was Junior, one of those two. And they were like, I think it was Eric. He was like, I love the LGBTQ community. He's like, I'm actually a, a, oh, a proud yeah. member of the <laughs> yeah. LGBTQ community. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's like does he know what that means? Yeah, no, he does not. <laughs> does he know what? Uh, speaking of not knowing what things mean, when our racers get to the second detour, which is, you know, technically episode two, but this is the mega legs. So it's just ma, 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 the continuation. Um, they don't really get to know what the detours are. They simply get the description this or that, which is a amazing race thing that comes back from time to time. Basically, I, love, I think that's so fun. I yeah, think it's I like fun it. too. You just have to pick one and go see what it is. But you can change um, it. You can change, but you have to go see what one is before you can change. Or like, you and know, that's know a what big they time are. Waster. Yeah, it's a big time waster. Yeah, so what so were they? The first one was something to do with bangles. I don't even know what the name of it was. Oh, I guess it didn't have a name. It was just this or that. So they, they either had to go to a like market kind of place and find a kind of cart full of these bracelet bangle things. Uh, and then they had to travel, like push the cart to a shop and then find a model who's wearing a wrist full of bangles. And then in their cart of like thousands of bangles, 
thousands. They had to find the like nine matching ones. Needle in a haystack. Yeah, very hard, very time yeah. consuming. And then the other one was more of like gross. So they had yeah, to gross. um mold someone's teeth, like like make a mold of their mouth for uh, dentures. For dentures. And then they had to polish a pair of dentures. And then they had to um place Insert a pair of dentures into someone's mouth, which is disgusting. So that half the teams picked nasty. the bracelets. And half of them picked the uh, the the dentures. Which one would you guys do? Bracelets. The bracelets. I would do the dentures. It's easier. What? I hate I, teeth and mouths. I I it doesn't gross me out. And you have gloves on. I uh, I would do the I would do the mouth one. It seemed easier than like just looking for bracelets for hours. I will say one of the downsides with the dentures that they didn't really highlight that much. Was it seemed like there was only one station, which is very strange. Which is mm-hmm. very strange. I feel like that. Yeah, they. Who was it? Yeah, Hung, Hung and Chi got were waiting, there. Yeah, when yeah. Ashwar and Aparna were already there, and they just had to wait until Ashwar and Aparna were done. Which Where, I thought was just unfortunate. The one with the bangles, they could all do it at the same time. But which maybe was a plus for the bangles for me. But maybe that's yeah. like the. How how they are uh, evened out, you know. You have to wait because the Bengals one, you know, most likely you're not going to get it done in like 30 minutes. It's probably going to take you like an hour. Well, didn't all the Bengal people finish before first, the? Yeah, before they did. The, but we true, also but... they also arrived first. Yeah, so it's hard to say if it was really faster. And we That's don't know true. the editing. The editors are always so good at like making it seem like they do it fast or whatever. Oh yeah, and to be clear, these bracelets are uh, related to marriage and brides wearing them. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Um, Hung has a absolutely disgusting comment that made me want to vomit. She said, "I don't care about doing gross stuff. Hell, I'll give someone a colonoscopy for the race if I can win." And I said, "No, I will not do that for a million dollars. Thank you." You would do that for a million dollars? For a million dollars? Okay, maybe if it was guaranteed million dollars, but unguaranteed million dollars to give someone a colonoscopy or search for nine bracelets, what would you do? Come on. Well, that was like... Search for nine bracelets. Hung's point was like... Because she said, like, that's not gross to me because children and children are disgusting, which is true. Which I understand. So, I mean, probably at that age, like, think of all the, the poop... You've had the wipe and oh my god have babies. you guys ever had to deal with a blowout oh like what? when someone blows out their diaper yes i've um, never sort of but not me you've, <laughs> you've never, never touched, touched a baby, a baby? <laughs> yeah. well like, never... let's be clear i don't like the way you phrase that okay i've um, never so <laughs> i've never lovingly happy to hear held a baby ne- okay i've never held Taj, a baby Taj wasn't a even a baby role. himself no <laughs> i think you just have a dirty mind i've never held a baby yeah that's nor fine. have i been around a baby actually well like walking around. never been around, been around a baby, a baby. <laughs> okay <laughs> i've never been around a baby they i run know. away they run away before he gets a baby there. that they you know him coming yeah like a like a nephew where it's like a friend who has a baby I just you don't know anyone that's ever that had I a baby. I, I've never none of my family has a baby. 
<laughs> as a new baby that I've held. And I've never, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, never they all, ID. maybe they, some of them have babies. They're just hiding them from you because they think that you are trying to check that box off of, I've never touched a baby <laughs> on the rice purity test. I've never touched a baby that I know. <laughs> I've touched plenty of babies that I don't know, but never, never one that I know personally. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. no, Tosh. I've never held a baby. I think everyone has a dirty mind when everything. Uh, shame on you guys for making that the first thing. Uh, I, we never uh-huh. said anything inappropriate. I didn't we either. Laughing, this we is... were just laughing at your wording. Yeah, it was this, more the wording. We know your intentions. We know Joker. your intentions, but you're um. <laughs> Stop, You can't be like, I don't touch foreign babies, and then be like Joker. Like those don't go together. What I meant to say is, I've never held a child. Okay. Taj, when I have a baby, the first thing I will do is come to your house and put it in your arms. Thank you. That's very, very sweet. Very nice. I would trust Taj with my baby. I would too. I'm I not would saying teach it bad words. Okay, now I wouldn't. That's <laughs> fine. Cool. Elsa's gonna be a cool mom. Garrett, language, you will, language you will not be only, a cool mom. Language only has as much power as you give it. I guess. I will be a cool mom. With Good. blue eyebrows. I do have blue eyebrows. You know who should have blue eyebrows? Uh, Eshwar and Aparna. I was going to say Hung and Chi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, why I brought up babies and blowouts is because that shit is the nastiest shit I've ever had to de- deal with. It gets all down their legs. If they're in yes. a car seat, it gets in their car seat. Yes. It gets all up their backs. Yes. Sometimes it gets in their hair. Yes. If you their hair? With, yes. Even in their hair. Babies are disgusting, Taj. <laughs> because as, because if they're like sitting in a car seat, they poop so hard. Oh my gosh. That it all Wait. just like squishes out maybe, and up. Maybe that's why Taj has never touched a baby. It's sort of like how if you go back in time, you're not supposed to touch your like yourself. If Taj touches a baby, they just have a blowout like immediately. <laughs> the universe can't handle the power and the rift causes a baby blowout. I thought you were going to say that because Taj is a baby, he can never touch no, that, a baby. No, that's part of it. That's part of it. But if he if two babies touch each other, then they have a blowout. No, that's not how babies work. It's they're like atoms. What about what about twins? Well, twins they can touch each other because of the same baby. Yeah, they're like what about uh, like ions. So at what point does that stop happening to babies? Because like um, we touch each other, not like you know, that, but you know, like and as friends, they they lose that their when they lose their electron potential. That's when that ceases to be a thing. When does a baby lose their electron potential? When they grow into a human being instead of an electron. But yeah, I- when they start talking. <laughs> it's when they can talk and communicate. They lose that Just power. like in baby geniuses. 
It's around two years old. You know, speaking of baby geniuses, they're making a second Boss Baby movie. I know. I'm so excited. Okay, I, I, I am an unexplainably amount angry about Boss Baby two. Every time I think, every time I think about it, I get, I get physically angry. Why? I can't explain why Amy Sedaris should not be the voice of the baby. There are so many holes in the plot. There are so many continuity errors. It doesn't make any sense. I hate it. How are there holes in the plot or continuity errors? Because because Amy said the baby Amy Sedaris gives Alan what is his name? Alec Baldwin and the other guy bottles. They're adults and it says this will make you a baby again. And then and then the the brother doesn't turn into a baby. He turns into like a six year old. That's not a baby. That's well, a six year old. I haven't seen this trailer. Who's I the act- Who's the actress who plays Boss Baby Two? Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Who's that? She's in a ton of things. She's the voice of Princess Carolyn in BoJack Horseman. That's true. She's she also- was also okay. Have you watched The Mandalorian? Yeah. She's the one. Do you who, remember? Um- and yeah, Tatooine, is she the mechanic lady? Yeah, yes. she's the mechanic lady. Uh, okay, got it. She gives him the frog lady. In this. Oh yeah, yeah. Good for her. good for her. Well, speaking of frog ladies, let's get back to this mega leg. <laughs> Frogs do have because mega legs. They do have mega legs. Yeah. So mega that people eat them. Okay, so after they. Uh, complete the detour, the this or that detour with the bracelets or the dentures. They head to the Taj Falaknuma Palace. Yeah. No, that's oh. the name of the palace, Taj. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, that's why I said the name. name. <laughs> well, you're saying my name. Uh, I was well. I was gonna ask you. Do you uh, know if you were named after this Taj? Do you know this guy? Uh, do you know him? Taj Taj Falaknuma. Yeah, yeah, we go a little back. It's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of messy. Taj Mahal was my roommate, and Taj gotcha. Falak was the Falak Numa. Yeah, I mean, I know Falak him as Numa. Like, yeah, I know him as Falak. I think know him I feel like Falak. You're shortening that into a word, and you're not realizing what the word is. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So Taj Falak. Uh, I can't do that. I can't do that to him. Um, <laughs> um, they arrive there and they have to change into, um, you know, like traditional clothing and then travel by horse and carriage to the next destination. And can I just say, I, for some reason, thought this part was so funny. Like, I just thought it was so cute. Yeah. And because they, they had to bring some of the the high society uh, people of yeah India in the carriage. And I, I like the moment with uh, Eshwar and Aparna, mm-hmm. where Aparna goes um, like, "Oh, you're a you're a Indian heritage outfit." I yeah. forgot the name. It's very nice. Sorry, been, uh, sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, the sorry was. I just want you to know that I almost <laughs> didn't tell you what it was named because I knew you would make that joke and I didn't want you to. <laughs> well. Basically, the husband was like, I know her. Sorry, looks so pretty. I wish I was a woman so I could wear one myself. Oh, yeah, this was cute. Yes, that it was, was so good. And they were like, do it, wear one. That's funny. Funny. Did you, you? 
Um, so when they get to the final destination, they find out this is the last chance they can on the race to use their yield. Um, so Ryan Madison, who were the first ones to arrive, uh, take that opportunity to yield the blondes for a second time this leg, um, which means they had two 20-minute yields used on them in one leg, which is quite awful. And I kind of wanted to talk about this because I think that this should not have been allowed. Being able to um, yield someone twice, twice on one, one leg. leg. Yeah. Uh, or even just in general, be yielded twice. I mean, that's just how the car- your cards are dealt, though. But I think it just it would be more interesting if there was a one yield limit to me because then they couldn't have just like buried the blondes down. The blondes yeah. weren't that far behind at the end. Like they might have been able to pass, you know, Eshwanaparna or Gary and D'Angelo, depending on how much pressure they were able to apply by the fact that they were, you know, closer to finishing. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I see the argument. Uh... I don't know, just because it. Let's say that the girls weren't yield like couldn't have been yielded here don't you think that they would have yielded gary and d'angelo or yeah would they have just waited yeah probably gary and d'angelo but also like don't you think it also is like well you shouldn't be in the position to get yielded twice you know you should you well, should once you've be been yielded once you're gonna be in the position to get yielded a second time okay most right. likely Actually, yeah well yeah i agree you know i mean like you can't you can't once you've been yielded, then you're screwed, and then they can just keep yielding you until the race is over. I don't yeah, know. I, I see both sides. I, but I can I, see that being. I, I agree sucky. with you. I agree that you should not be able to be yielded more than once. I just because think it's, then uh, it makes it more adds, interesting. That yeah. adds another layer of strategy. Yeah, who do you yield? Do I really want to waste my yield for the good of the? Um, alliance on Kaylin and Haley, who then will never be able to be yielded again. Like that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. It like, does once make you're, sense. Once you're yeah. yielded on the race, maybe you never get yielded again. Like I would be fine with that too. It kind of like pushes other teams to use their cards. You know what I mean? In ways yeah. that shakes up like the dynamic more. Um, but anyways, they get to this pit uh, to the roadblock, and they find out that um, they have to basically make a table setting um, that is very precise, including so precise. a custom folded napkin that they each have to learn. I loved this roadblock. I thought this was so interesting to watch. Yeah, this was definitely yeah. the best best uh, challenge of the leg, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I agree. I thought it yeah. was so meticulous. I thought the dining sets looked so interesting, like so pretty. Um, I liked the guy who was teaching him how to fold the napkins. I thought it was funny. Um, but what did you guys make of the the strategy that kind of went down here? So I think it's uh, Riley. I'll say it's Riley. Uh, yeah, um, I think it is. I think it is Riley. Riley, yeah. Riley starts working and he kind of figures out that the placings have to be measured. And there's rulers that are kind of like maybe hidden off to the side a little bit. And Riley decides not to share this information with Gary, but only to James. And this kind of cements the end of the Mind 5 Alliance in a lot of ways. But basically, you know, they're officially working against D'Angelo and Gary at this point. Yeah. And when Gary decided to take this uh, challenge, I was concerned. I feel like I felt like Gary would have like a much more difficult time than D'Angelo. Yeah, but that's what I was, that's what I was but, saying earlier in the podcast. I thought Gary did well. That I know. I was gonna say, like, 
I was surprised by yeah. how well he ended up doing, considering the fact that he couldn't get any help whenever he asked Riley about uh, about like measuring and stuff. And even when Riley ended up getting it, you know, he was just like, oh, it's uh, it's more detail than you think. Yeah. Just very vague, not helping out Gary at all. Which I I don't think you should be helping people in the final five. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you don't want to be the person who helps someone out. And then by helping them out, they have enough time to then pass you because there's traffic on the way to the pit stop. Like, that is, like, just, it's like getting down to the wire. Like, just stop helping people. Yeah, but calls Kels would be like, you scratch my back, I'll, I'll scratch yours. Like, yeah. because he helped uh, Will, or was James. it James? James on this. Maybe James will return the favor in the next uh, next episode. Also, when the uh, blondes finally show up at the pit stop, they get this moment where they're kind of just like looking out over the beautiful palace, over the beautiful views from the palace. Um, did you take anything away from this moment? Did you say also or Elsa? Elsa. Oh. Did you take anything away from that moment? Okay. Moment. I, I got too anxious about whether you had said my name or a separate word, so I wasn't listening to the question. The blondes, when they arrive at the second roadblock, see that they've been yielded again and kind of just get this scene of them like looking out over India, over the palace grounds, and kind of taking in everything. Did you take anything away from that? It's very pretty. Yeah, I just like appreciated them doing that. Does that make sense? One of the one of the Beard brothers did that too, though. Well, I mean, like, but they were they could have been sitting there stressing while they were waiting out their yield, but instead they kind of just took the opportunity. Oh, I see what you're saying. They took the opportunity to just like live in the moment and see where they were and be grateful for that. Um, and in general, I just found the blondes to be very grateful yeah i'm very impressed by that they're great and i know that we've made fun of them for all keep they keep being like we've come from nothing Mm -hmm. but like you can tell that that's true and you can tell how much they appreciate all these opportunities that they're getting yes 100 percent. and like i thought they handled every single yield really well you know like at first they're like when i remember the boyfriends yielded them they're like those bitches <laughs> but then they're like it's because we're the biggest threats you know and just making light of it and yeah i like i said i started to grow a, a soft spot for the two i can just say that i would not have been this good of a sport so um yeah props to them i'm a salty little competitor and i would be i would behave more like um, a contestant in the next episode, but I won't spoil it. I have not seen it, so yeah, get on. Oh, that. it was good. I, I'm excited. It was, it was very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the Beard Brothers end up taking the cake, winning this or getting in first place for this leg, and they get awarded with a cruise. It was like Ooh. the Bahamas or something, or like the. It was seven, like some seven day Caribbean cruise. There you go. And they get a beach party too. Ooh, fun. We love it. I'm so glad that they won a beach party and a cruise that they just now got dispensed to them after this episode. <laughs> Did you know that's how it works? For, really? 
Oh yeah, for like any reality show, you have to wait until it it's either the episode that you win it or the entirety of the season has finished airing before you um get the prizes. So oh my god, so they've had to wait like two years. Yeah. Or and whoever car. won the season hasn't gotten like the money from winning the season until well, they still haven't gotten it yet because the season hasn't ended. Oh my god, that makes sense. In Survivor with like the car, so they get it once that episode airs in? Probably. Or it's either when it depends on the contract, but I forget if it which one it is exactly, but it's either when the episode airs that they won the prize on or the season ends. I think it's usually the season is over though. Like once all the episodes have aired, then you get the prizes. That sucks. Every single first place prize on this season is like pretty much worthless. Besides like the 15, didn't Will and James get like 15 grand yeah. each or something? I mean, they'll get to use it later probably, but they can't use it now. Which really? I feel, I feel like it's like probably like I... you can only use this like. Oh, for like for, one like, year. Yeah, yeah. It's probably. Um, I don't I know. See, but I feel like that with everything, with the pandemic, getting a free vacation would be so much more satisfying because everyone is itching to go out and do stuff right now. Yeah, so like, you can't go anywhere is our point. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying so once like restrictions are lifted, yeah, you know that everyone is going to be going on trips and, and all the prices are going to be hiked up a ton. I also think that they could just have gotten the cash value. Because, like, on any game show, you can trade in, like, the prize for the cash value. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. Um, because otherwise, like, you have to pay taxes on everything you win. So, like, yeah. Riley and Madison would have to pay taxes on their seven-day cruise that they won because it's technically income. Or it's, like, I forget exactly how it's taxed, but it's taxed as, like, a prize in the same way that, like, the lottery is taxed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can usually get the cash value, and then you use, you know, part of the cash that you win to pay off the taxes. So then you actually typically end up with more value than you would if you used the trip and then paid the taxes on it so they could just get a bunch of money you know what i mean and then go on a trip later with the money if they want to yeah no that that's a good point that's probably what i would do that's what most people do Mm -hmm. like on big brother there's almost always like a hawaiian like trip that they can win but no one ever takes the trip they just get the money for it yeah it's probably good amount of money too for that is the same thing like price is right you people do the same thing did you know that yeah oh with like this new george foreman grill Just yeah like anything you win, out. anything you win on the price is right you have to pay taxes on yeah and so yeah. a lot of people have gone into like bankruptcy because they've won like a car and then just taken the car and then realized they had to pay like you know tax on like a forty thousand dollar car and can't afford that so then they have to sell the car or something like it's that happens a lot. Damn. I, so people, I didn't know that, but it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so a lot of people will take the cash value of the car that they want and then just go buy a car. I would do it. That's what is smart to do. It's kind of like taking the lump sum for the lottery rather than taking the payouts. But um, anyways, enough about game show <laughs> prize rules that I know too much about, apparently. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Caitlin and Haley are eliminated. I, I, I don't mean Sad. to be rude when I say this, but it feels like finally, like it just felt to me like it they were. It kind of does. It just felt like they were on the last, like drop of life they had in the game for like five weeks to me. Like, 
Yeah. I really thought they were going to be gone like leg four, like back when Michelle and Victoria were eliminated. And then here we are. But um, good for them, you know? They, yeah, I mean, that's the way the race goes. So They survived three times where they would have been taken out. I mean, hell, I'm glad they got taken out here because there's been a team before who had a very, very, very similar kind of story to the the blonde bandits uh but they were the beekman boys instead of the blonde bandits um they were goat the farmers beekman boys. yeah the beekman boys um and they were like in last the entire time and then they ended up winning the season and i was so disappointed watching it it was um they beat um natalie anderson oh Ooh. yeah but Crazy. that's neither here nor there um anything else about the amazing race mega leg what do you think of the mega leg? That's a good question. I liked the mega leg. The concept is good. Didn't really like this leg. I think they, they should bring it back and then do it like in Europe or something where there's like smaller countries and they can travel from like country to country in, in a day or yeah. like throughout the day. Um, or yeah, like we talked about, switch up like the regions. Like don't stay in the city the entire time. That kind of makes it boring. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Elsa? What do you think of the mega leg? I I liked the mega leg, but I do think that certain things, like we were talking about earlier, certain things need to be just tweaked Adjusted, a little bit. Yeah. But like this was the first ever mega leg, so it's bound to come with some issues. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Definitely. So next episode, Taj, do you know where they're heading? Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, back in uh, week four, I believe Taj predicted that they were going to go to Cambodia. Um, Look at that. Baby. And then they, they did. Um, this episode does feature the second and final double U-turn of the season. Dun, dun, dun. Uh. Who will get U-turn? Someone, but I'm not going to say who. Um. So, yeah. Tune in. W- we'll- it's only one U-turn. No, it's a double Oh, U-turn. no, it is a double it is a double U-turn. Um, so tune into that, and we will be talking about that soon. Uh, Elsa Taj, anything you want to wrap up with? Uh, Love we, you. We got stuff coming out. More Bachelorette, more Amazing Race. Uh, keep an eye the out Lost for... Podcast will finally air. Yeah, yeah. The Lost Podcast. <laughs> I would say uh, just keep a distant eye out for one of those. Maybe a Big Brother. Probably not, but like I think, never know. Big, I think we should do. I think we should do the big. We okay. We I think decided we should do a holiday the, Big Brother special. Yeah, New Year's special Big Brother. Um, if there have been a lot of rumors about there being a new Love Island season coming out in January, February, Garrett says no. I haven't seen anything. Oh, I've heard whispers because I know that they started casting it. Oh, they did? Wait, where'd you hear this? Tell me. I want to hear your whispers. What whispers? I got an, I got an email because I have applied for oh, Love yes. Island before. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I got an email saying, like, be sure to apply for Love Island. So I know the thing that is filling um, Survivor's slot, and it's not Love Island. So there's that. Do you what know what? It? <laughs> it's Tough as Nails. Dun, Why dun, are they dun, doing dun, another dun. season of Tough as Nails? Ooh. These people actually really liked it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It looks boring. It's not as boring as you think it is, but it's not my cup of tea necessarily. I think it. I only thought it was boring because it aired right around the same time as Big Brother, and I thought Big Brother was boring. <laughs> That's not true. 
Tough as Nails aired over the summer. Big Brother didn't start till like August. Well, but there was a little bit of overlap. Yeah, like, there was. Tough I remember as Nails yeah. was ending right oh, as Big yeah, Brother was starting. Right. I remember seeing the like end of Tough as Nails or something like that. But yeah. Um, reality TV on the horizon. Let's see. Well, we have the challenge coming up on Wednesday. Um, season thirty-six, double agents. It was just announced today that Drag Race will be returning January 1st. Um, I don't think we're going to cover that on the podcast. I don't feel like that's Taja's cup of tea. But you know what? We'll see. <laughs> Maybe we could just do a get real. I, I would do a... Get real? I feel like Drag Race... Yeah, I'll need like a... It would need to be like a, a singular episode. Maybe we can like... In, we can Maybe. do like a meet the cast and then like... Elsa and I could just talk about it if you don't want to talk about it. I'll try it out. I maybe we can, I can do get, a bucket list. We can do a bucket list of it, and then Taj can just test the waters. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, we should. Yeah, we can do that. I'd boogie down. I'd watch them. I'd, throw <laughs> I'd it back. boogie down. Um, I don't know. It's Drag Race is interesting because I don't feel like there's a ton to talk about in a podcast format. But at the same time, I love to talk about like their looks, like the comedy. There's a lot to talk about at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think there is, I do think that there is just enough content in Drag Race for us to talk about because, like, like stuff happens in Drag Race. But it's not a lot of like, oh, this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened. It was like these were the looks and here was the tea. Yeah. But that's it's not enough to like fill a whole one of our pods. So it'd be a good for it's a good format for us who sometimes have a really hard talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. We could also do a thing with like drag race where we do like every three weeks we do a podcast or something in like three episodes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can figure, we'll figure it out. out. We, we can say that we time. will not be doing the mass dancer. So do not even ask us that goddamn question. We're not doing that stupid ass show. Yeah, that show looks. Wait. <laughs> it totally ruins the point. They're of doing the a masked dancer? Yeah. Wait, yeah. why does that ruin the point of the mass singer? The thing with the mass singer is like, you don't know who they are, but you know their voice. The mass dancer. No, that is not the thing with the mass singer. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. That's why they're masked. But, you but, but no yeah, one. Part, but like, part of it is that part of like the clue part is that you're recognizing their okay. voice. Yeah, the masked dancer is just dancing. You, I would say yes, but I would also say that no. Most of the time, you figure out who the celebrity is through the clue packages, not through like recognizing their voice. But if you didn't have their voice, that's a crucial thing. I mean, everyone recognized Chris Daughtry. Yeah. And I don't even know who that guy is. I just know because I, I, I listen to what people He was say. on American Idol. Yeah, I don't watch American Idol. Lead singer of Daughtry. I don't know. I've never heard a song by Daughtry. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. I promise you have. But we don't need to get to Daughtry. Only if their song that I would know sounds like our outro. Oh, also Celebrity Big Brother 3 might be coming back, but I have no idea if that's true or not. I hope it is. Wait, we'll have to wait will... and see. Celebrity oh. Big Brother 3. Right. 
I heard that Julie Chen heavily hinted at it. Yeah, it's been heavily hinted that it's coming back. Um, and it always depends on who they get for celebrities. Personally, I really want to see um, any drag queen as a celebrity. Shangela. I, I have said Shangela as my choice. I think she would make great TV in the house. I want to see. know that she is great on TV because she was in Glee. Imagine if Shangela gets nominated for eviction. Do you know what would happen? The house would go crazy. I want to see Ted Cruz on Celebrity Big Brother. They've put politicians on Celebrity Big Brother before. Put Ted Cruz on. They put Anthony Scaramucci as a fake house guest. A I fake house guest? Yeah, we still don't really know what happened with that. But he basically was like on the show and then he left the show. And they were like, haha, we got you. He was never actually a house guest. And we were like, what? Good it, save. it came out of nowhere. And we were like, yeah, we were all like, yeah, good save, Big Brother. <laughs> but Omarosa has also been on Celebrity Big Brother and she was amazing. But she was also a reality TV famous person. Give me that. You guys don't Cass, even know who Omarosa is, do you? No. Cass trying to steal my licorice. Well, we can dive into Omarosa another day. Thank you all for listening. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's all we've got for you. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 Oh, my Rosa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, thank you. So listen up. This is a story about a blue kid and everything is blue. And all of his friends were blue and his dog was blue. Um, blue, dabba dee, dabba day, dabba dee, dabba da, 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 dabba dee, dabba da.